Welcome to Talks at Stellenbosch Uni, Stellenbosch University's podcast where we talk about current topics and innovative research done at the university. Here's your host, Spurgeon Haddon Wilson. This morning we are in conversation with Ms. Ruth Andrews, who heads up the co-curriculum project in the Centre for Student Leadership, Experiential Education and Citizenship at Stellenbosch University. As an alumnus of the university, Ms. Andrews is in the process of completing her doctorate in higher educational leadership. Good morning, Ms. Andrews, and thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Spurgeon, and thank you so much for this invitation. It is very appreciated. It's only our pleasure. So, Ms. Andrews, the Stellenbosch University is hosting its first international experiential education conference from the 10th until the 11th of November 2020 with a theme experiential education as pedagogy for social justice, praxis and practice for shaping 21st century global citizen leaders. Now, before we unpack the conference a bit, can you maybe tell us a bit about experiential education, this term, what it is and why it is important? Thank you very much, Virgin. That question is at the heart of the purpose of this conference. And before we unpack experiential education, we need to understand its historical roots. The founder of education as we know it today, Dewey himself, expounded on experiential education. And for him, experiential education encompassed a way of learning. In other words, what you need the learner or student to know and understand it's something that they need to be able to engage with and be fully immersed in. He understood that as the foremost grounding for learning. And yet we seem to have lost that somewhere along the way where we've sort of mystified the process of learning by rather having people engage in the cognitive process of learning and negating the fact that people have to practice that very thing that is now being taught to them. So experiential learning takes one back into the foundations of learning itself the way it was conceptualized by the forefathers of education. Kolb, David Kolb developed a theory called uh, the experiential learning theory, which really encompasses a lot of what Dewey had um, begun. And to a latter point, Mesero as well, around being the center of learning. If you are the learner, you are at the center and not at the periphery. And as being at the center, it starts with the self, how much you bring into that space and how that space is co-constructed by the educator as well as by the learner or student. And it's that co-creation that is at the heart of experiential education and experiential learning as such. So using the Cobb methodology or learning cycle as it's been called as a way of understanding how learning is constructed and then how learning is a transformative process. One needs to understand that experiential education and experiential learning is therefore not a methodology, but it's a philosophy, a way of learning and doing and being in the world. And that that space of learning is a space where transformation becomes possible if those elements are in place. Most simplest, simply to say, 
Experiential education is learning by doing, but that is perhaps oversimplifying what is not really that simple because it, it has to have a component of reflection. And yes, learners do do reflection pieces as they progress through the learning. But the reality is reflection is not something that is done automatically. We have to allow for that reflective moments and young people have to be taught and older people and myself, we have to think about that process of reflection. And often the reflection on learning only happens post the learning experience. Those profound aha moments often come post that uh, point of learning and in the reflective stage. So therefore that whole cycle of experiential learning has a strong component of reflection, starting with the practice and praxis. So when we separate praxis and practice, we think of praxis as that belief, the way of doing and being. And then practice is what you do and what you are prepared to do differently. And those components encompass experiential education. Well, thank you so much, Ruth. That is a really clear explanation. And I'm also working in experiential education, and that actually just um, shows the work that we do. So thank you for that explanation. So as mentioned earlier, Ruth, uh, the Stellenbosch University Experiential Education Conference, or SUEEC for short, is actually taking place next week, which focuses on experiential education. Can you tell us a bit more about this conference? What are the themes? Who are the speakers and what can participants expect? Thank you very much, Spurgeon. The Experiential Education Conference or Stellenbosch University Experiential Education Conference has as its overarching theme the experiential education as pedagogy or a tool or a device or a way of learning for social justice. The practice and the praxis for shaping 21st century global citizen leaders. So that's the large overarching theme. And that theme is played out over two days with a number of keynotes that are experts and intellectual giants in these spaces of um, vocation and learning. And we've been very, very blessed to have them come in and offer up their time and expertise to share their uh, knowledge and their wisdom with us. We also have as part of the conference two masterclasses and these masterclasses are specifically put together to start to grapple with how do you take what looks quite like a simple process and then apply the different elements to it such as social justice, transformation, and how do you then utilize that as a pedagogical device to ensure that one changes or effects change within the domain or environments that we live and work in? So those masterclasses are going to help us to bring those pieces, those elements together and be able to practically apply that in our own teaching and learning spaces that we are working in and if we are in civil society how do we then ensure that it is not only lived but it's modeled in the spaces that we are in those are the very big themes that we're going to play out over the keynotes with the master classes but we also have on day two what we call 
um, our presentations. And they are not specifically theoretical only. These are people that are in industry or in academia, and they're coming to share with us how they think about experiential education and how it's applied. That together with uh, exemplars, and the exemplars for us are little examples almost of excellence that is played out within our academia. And we're also fortunate to have one or two people from civil society also showing us what they are doing in these spaces and how they're applying experiential learning to effect change. So we really got a lovely broad repertoire of different ways of showing up what we're doing and inviting participation into those processes. So we're ensuring those participatory processes are integrated through the conference papers Q&A, through the keynotes Q&A, as well as through and the exemplar process. So that is at the heart of what we're doing and the themes that are running for each of these days. On day one, we are looking at reflecting and reconnecting as the core theme for that day. And on day two, we are looking at revisioning, repositioning and recalibrating as the theme running for day two. Thank you, Ruth. Thank you so much for that. So. You've now explained to us experiential education. You explained to us what this conference um, and the overarching themes are. Why would you say it is important to host a conference like that, that we are currently doing? And who should join? Thank you so much, Persian. I think before we get into the why, I am going to sh share with you a little bit about the thread of this conference. And that is going to respond to the why as well. We need to recognize the fact that the way we are teaching and learning and learning and teaching in different spaces has a lot left to be desired. We don't have the perfect model and we are still looking at different ways. Adding on to that, the challenges that we are facing locally and globally, specifically around the fissures and the tensions in society and the ever widening gaps and disparities between the rich and the poor, between the haves and the have-nots. That consistent and inconsistent way of being and doing in the world where we are connected, but yet we are so disconnected. And that ever widening margin of us not being able to see each other and our shared humanity, that polarization that is happening despite the ever best interest and efforts of collective groups. So to understand the heart of the conference is to understand a way of trying to look at how we can begin to shift what we are observing and what we are experiencing through very small measurable steps. And the way we want to do that is to ask ourselves, so how do we then change what we are doing in our own spaces of learning and teaching? And when one looks at learning and teaching as foundationally at the point of working with the person's practice, where they're coming from, their praxis, where they are, where they are located, before one can be even begin the learning journeys to recognize the place of the individual and their context. And so for us to be able to begin that journey over the two days and to begin to address the bigger issues, 
we have deliberately asked people in their own spaces that they work in where they are known as our subject matter experts. And we have Professor Alice Kolb, who leads in the area of experiential education and experiential learning, who's going to help us to understand those big blocks of experiential education, experiential learning, and to demystify that. We are then going to have Professor Madron Zella and Dr. Macheta share with us the understanding of transformation and social justice and why it is so complex and challenging within our own higher education space as well as globally. Their pieces lay two very big foundational blocks for us in the conference. Before we begin to look at teaching and learning, we need to understand the components that are needing to be melded together. We have Mr. Mustafa Erdogan from Turkey, Istanbul, Turkey. He is a masterclass trainer and his speciality is Palo Freire and the pedagogy of change or transformation. And he's going to take us through how do you take those big blocks of experiential education, social justice and transformation and develop transformative learning experiences. That is his piece that he's bringing in. We then invite engagement from our global participants through exemplars. And these are their expressions of what's happening in their space and how they're transforming their own spaces they are in. So we then have Professor Jonathan Janssen and Professor Hester Klopper who speak to the matter of internationalization. And they look at, at it through very different lenses. Prof. Janssen looks at it through the lens of social justice and Prof. Hester looks at it through the lens of transformation, an organization or higher educational transformative space. And they are asking really pressing questions of us, but in very different ways. So if we are doing internationalization, who gets to do it? How is it being done? And what is the motive in each of those instances? We are then led into a time after that of then looking at the practical implications of doing experiential education for social justice. Professor Squinwinkle and Professor Koo, who don't need much introductions to any of us, they will lead us through a keynotes in conversation and Professor Koo then follows that on with a masterclass specifically looking at high impact practices and giving us some really uh, user-friendly material and understanding of how to do that in our different spaces. So the why of why of this, this um, specific conference at this time is that if we are going to shift the climate and shift what we are doing nationally, continentally and globally, it's gonna require us to think differently about how we're approaching our time of teaching and learning and engaging our students and how we are beginning to use experiential education as a mechanism for leveling the playing fields. So if we say that uh, nothing without us, nothing about us without us, and not, no one should be left behind, those are lovely slogans, but people are being left behind. 
and conversations are still happening without all constituents in the room. So it's really asking of us in these pressing times and in these times that we are in that are so complex and so difficult, it is asking of us to really engage with a new mindset and a new way of thinking. And one would then just say, this is just a conference, how can it accomplish that? But it begins with a simple conversation and it begins with with a collective agreeing that things can be done differently. So part of what we're wanting to accomplish through this conference is to have those conversations, first and foremostly, about experiential education, about social justice, and about our efforts in that space. Then to ask of ourselves, how can we then do things differently and take the next step after the conference? And this conference is specifically looking towards our experiential educators, wherever you're located, be you in civil society, that's NGOs or um, public institutions, such as our higher ed and our tertiary, as well as our, um, what we call now your uh, PASS, different sections within a university. So it's not just your academics, but it is everybody. It requires that collective. It cannot only be left to one group of people any longer. It really requires a collective. And then at the center of all of this is our students. They're not out there and it's something we're quietly doing because we're gonna have this conference and we're gonna go back and fix the system. We can't do it that way. This conference has the students at the center. So we will see and enjoy their efforts as well through their exemplars and through their inputs in the different keynotes. Because the one of the errors that we have m- been making, I think, consistently is to ignore the feedback that they give us, our students, as well as to ignore their intellectual capability in terms of how do we construct those learning Uh, transformative learning experiences. So if it's truly transformative, it needs to have been co-created with the student as part of that from the onset. So I think, Spurgeon, that is what we are wanting to see emerge out of this conference. And we invite our, our individuals, our collectives, and that are committed and passionate teachers and educators wherever you are within society. It's not just for higher education. So thank you so much for that, Ruth. So the exciting part is a conference is virtual, so anyone across the world can join. So how can people sign up and how can people get in contact with you? The um, easiest way to sign up for this conference is to go to our website, which is www suec.com on the uh, portal on the website portal you'll be able to click onto a button which says registration there's a lot of information on the website that will share a little bit more about the speakers as well and the program is there as well so the easiest way to do that would be via the website my details are also on the website but my email is ruth that's r-u-t-h-a at sun.ac.za. So please do sign up. 
and we are really looking forward for you to be joining this global conversation. Thank you so much, Ruth. And good luck to you and your team for the final preparation. And we cannot wait as Stellenbosch University staff and community to share this momentous moment with you. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much, Spurgeon. And it's an absolute joy to be doing this work. And we are all doing what we can at the time, times that we are in, in the best way that we know how. And it's, it's, an, it's an incredible privilege to be serving Stellenbosch and Stellenbosch's community in this way. So I thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Follow all the latest Stellenbosch University news at www.sun.ac.za or follow us on all the largest social media platforms.